Now, Alex Garland uh, was a pivotal novel for me, alongside American Psycho. Not that I lived the American Psycho dream, um, but uh, in the 90s, it was a, a fascinating novel because it was so accurate in its depiction of what I'd been through uh, almost verbatim, which was lots of English people would come to do their year in Australia, but I already had a New Zealand passport, so I didn't have to go home, and I didn't. And here I am. Um, I went home a few times. Uh, and it was, you land in Bangkok, you stay in the Khao San Road, you get a train down to the ferry to go across to Koh Samui, you then go to Koh Phan Nang, uh, and so on. And it was, it was although he fitted a, a thriller into it, it was really more about that whole experience. And I just knew so many people that did that. I don't know what the current version of that is. And I've been back to Koh Samui and I wouldn't bother again. Not because it isn't a beautiful island, just because it was amazing when I went there and now it's all, you can't even see the beach. It's just one hotel after another. Before it was just chaotic and really good fun. But he has got into screenwriting with 28 Days um, Later, which was a, a big success with uh, Danny Boyle, who actually directed his book The Beach in possibly Danny Boyle's worst film. Uh, a truly awful version of that beach. It was just, just just dreadful. And he's now directing on his own, and his first film is Ex Machina. Uh, it really only stars three people, uh, Alicia Vikander, Dom Hall Gleason, and Oscar Isaac. Uh, I should point out that he's one of my favourite actors at the moment, Oscar Isaac, ever since I saw him in the movie Drive. Uh, and he was in a film I um, reviewed quite recently as well. I hope it wasn't this one. I hope I'm not going back in time and actually uh, re-reviewing a movie. I'm trying to think, what was the other film? I'm going to actually look this up while I'm on the phone. Just think, how embarrassing would it be if I'm reviewing the same film twice and I don't actually remember doing it? Now, he uh, he was in Drive and he was in a very, very difficult role. Um, he had to be the thug out of prison, but he also had to be somebody that had an awful lot of... Um, sympathy uh, generation because he wasn't a bad guy at all and I, th I, th I really think that he handles complex roles where you're not quite a good guy or a bad guy very very well um, wouldn't it be funny if I gave it a completely different review this time I don't think I have oh my god has he not done a different film oh did, uh, no a most violent year did I watch that this is very professional. Well, I don't know. I hope I haven't just reviewed this. I'm going to have to go back and check online. <laughs> I'll review it again anyway. Um, it stars um, Dom, Dom Hall Gleason as a guy that works for the equivalent of Google. And he wins a competition by the owner of Google, Oscar Isaac, who's a notorious party hell-raising and also Shut-In that lives in this weird complex and no one can get to him and he lives a very debauched lifestyle anyway. Uh, and he goes to spend a week with, uh, with Oscar Isaac's character. Um, during that week, he has to then work with um, Isaac's character on an artificial intelligence. He's built a robot, which is a, in female form, and played by Alicia Vikander, who is achieved actual artificial intelligence and there are a number of different ways that you can test a computer there's a Turing challenge which comes up in this which is where you can ask 46 questions and find out if something actually has consciousness or you should be able to realize that it is actually a computer 
reacting to questions. So, for instance, you could ask a computer what its name is, but that doesn't denote that it understands or is thinking. Um, as the film progresses, he becomes more and more in love with this beautiful uh, rendition of a robot. Um, and he starts to question the whole process and uh, Isaac's character becomes more and more debauched. He doesn't stop drinking from the moment he gets there and he's prone to outbursts and violence and rage. He's not a nice guy, but he's an interesting guy and he's a very, he's, he throws up a lot of very interesting ideas about uh, uh, what artificial intelligence means and so on. He's, a, he's, a, he's supposed to be a genius and he does come across as a very... A very failed human being, but a, a genius. Um, and other than the other guy basically saying, uh, basically coming to fall more and more in love with the robot and there more care more and more about the fact that after the end of this process, she is likely to be shut down uh, and in essence, in essence, killed. Um, so he actually a wedge becomes driven between these two people. All of the time, Oscar Isaac's character is manipulating behind the scenes, often deliberately leading the character into certain scenarios where he does feel this way. Uh, he's always a few steps ahead. This film's got amazing reviews. Uh, I think it's averaging 92% on Rotten Tomatoes, overrate on Internet Movie Database, which is indicative of universal acclaim and as one of the best films of the year. It is nowhere near that good at all. It's actually a very simplistic film, and, and given that Alex Garland's a writer, um, I was surprised by the fact that it is such an interesting premise that doesn't go anywhere at all. Um, I really felt, I thought it was, um, it's very minimalist. It's all shot in this place that looks like it was designed by Stark or someone, some great designer. It's a very minimalist, beautiful underground complex, uh, and it looks great. Um, and the acting from the three leads is excellent, particularly Oscar Isaac. So I really, I really warm to him in this film. But the film doesn't go anywhere with its ideas. I've heard a lot of people saying about, oh, it's an AI film. It's not really. It doesn't actually. It's more of a thriller than it is a sci-fi because it's more about what's happening from scene to scene than the actual big ideas it should be investigating. Um, and when it boils down to it, by the end, I felt like I'd been shortchanged. I felt like I'd watched um, a fairly decent thriller, but not something with, you know, hugely challenging ideas or or imagination. I felt like I'd seen that kind of thing before quite a few times. Um, so I'm going to stop now in case I did review it again. I've got to go on the internet and see. It's always been one of my big fears that I'd, I'd review a film and then go, I reviewed this three weeks ago and now I didn't even remember. So I don't think it's anywhere near as good as it's made out to be. Compared to an Australian sci-fi film like, say, Predestination, it's dwarfed. Um, it, like that film, that tossed up ideas that really bait my noodle and made me think about life, the universe and everything. This doesn't make me feel about anything other than, you know, in the next scene, is it going to be this or that? Uh, and the ending isn't very satisfying either. In fact, it's a bit of a damp ending. It's almost like a parlour trick sort of will this do so i'm sorry alex garland but i didn't rate your film as much as everyone else has i'm going to give it um oh i will rate the music though by um ben salisbury and jeff barrow who is the leader of portishead uh the music and the visuals are superb but the film i'll give it a six and a half out of ten for alex garland's debut ex machina